What's going on? What's happening? It's been a minute. Well, tis the season to be with family. So here at Black and Brown United in Action, you know, while we love the podcast, The Sound of Black and Brown, and I enjoy being here with you all, I'm not going to stop anybody from spending time with their family. We do promote that. Also, we have some folks who are in school and there's exams. So bear with us and you should be spending time with those who love you and you love as well. We should be thinking about that, you know, especially as we see what's happening around the world, particularly to our friends in Gaza. CJ here and thank you for tuning in to the sound of black and brown. Well, people, I don't know, I don't know where to start. <laughs> to start. What 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 the fuck are y'all really doing in New Haven? Hmm? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm asking. I'm asking because, you know, there's a lot going on here. We just had a recent election and the mayor was reelected. So Mayor Justin Elliker is going to be the mayor again. And I already have concerns because, you know, this man says all the white things in all the white spaces. And we see how, or I've seen, I should say, let me speak for myself how that's turned out, right? And it's not cute. And who pays? Who pays for these things? Who carries it? Like our tax dollars, what is it really going for? I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people who are struggling right now. There's a lot of people facing houselessness. You know, they're displaced. They're facing joblessness. It's scary out here, right? Um, you know, it's a lot going on. We have what's happening. We spoke about what, what's going on with the Board of Regents. You know, hopefully Manny could tune in later on in this episode. And, you know, he's has a lot of thoughts on that. He's a student, right? It's, it's just a lot. We had this recent uh, Palestine, uh, Jesus Christmas trees, this recent rally in support of Palestine that happened in Haven. Let's just start with that. Uh, you know, I'm going to start there. Hey, Manny, I was just telling everybody, you know, we're taking it easy for December because it's the season to be with family. And I think we have enough going on in the world where we could say that that is, that is absolutely necessary. And I was just saying, you know, um, people have exams, but I'm also going to start off, kick it off by talking about what just happened in New Haven. So there was a rally in support of Palestine recently right here in good old Yale Haven. And, you know, it was a decent crowd. A few hundred people showed up and it was peaceful. My understanding is, is that actually, um, you know, the rally supporters and participants were being heckled by people not supportive of Palestine. Right. Um, and you know, things got a little dicey there, right? So somewhere I didn't attend, Manny, I don't know if you attended or had any feedback on that. I didn't attend, but I know that things got a little dicey and, um, you know, somewhere in between there, somebody came up with the idea, hey, let's put the Palestinian flag on this menorah. Now, let me pause there, people. Before you decide to come for me, before you decide to take your good wig off and try to come for them kids, 
because this rally was led by youth. Calm the fuck down. It wasn't violent. Nobody hit nobody. Nobody threatened to kill nobody. Nobody was, you know, armed with any type of weapon that I know of. Okay, it was very, very peaceful. However, they were not greeted with that. They were not treated that way. People, we need to do better by our young people. Okay, now, here's what happens. I didn't even, maybe it was shared. I don't know about you all. I had a lot of stuff going on in life. I mean, it's that time of year. People visiting, this happening, that happening. And I hadn't even realized there was a thing going on. So when I finally see it, I'm confused because I'm like, what, what the fuck? So I'm trying to follow along with what happened. And I find out that you know, a few people were highly upset by this incident, very, very upset. And they called upon the young people to apologize, right? They said, you know, well, not the, let me not say it like that. The groups involved, let me not just isolate them. I apologize. Not just the youth, but the groups involved. They said, look, you all need to apologize. Somebody said in reaction to what just happened, we need, we need some apologies going. So the groups involved, you know, they wrote a joint statement saying, you know, we apologize, yada, yada, yada. And I don't mean to, you know, decry that. Please don't take that that way. I don't mean to downplay that. What gets me aggravated is the fucking man New Haven holds a whole press conference, right? With people like Rosa DeLauro in the house with people like, I don't know, Richard Blumenthal, Martin Looney. And they're all complaining and some other Jewish leaders about how disrespectful that was. I never said it wasn't, I get it, I understand, but did we really have to take it that far? No, here's what I was told. There was no mention of Islamophobia directed toward the rally goers. There were at least three incidents of hateful language directed at protesters. One Zionist man grabbed his crotch and told a Muslim woman to get raped. Now, let me tell you something. When I heard about what was happening, I was actually perusing the New Haven Independent. And I happened to come across one article that described the event as being you know, positive, supportive, and all these different things. But then literally, while I'm watching everything unfold, it gets edited, and now it's made to sound like everybody was violent, this was problematic. What the fuck? So within seconds, these orgs are criminalized and stigmatized just like that and don't be surprised because this is what's been happening this is what's been happening the islamophobia is real the attack on islam is real stop playing it down cut it out it's happening and it has been happening i know some people say well i don't want to pick a side let me tell you something 
cut it out. I know about people losing job offers, Muslims. I know about Muslims being harassed. We're being targeted. We're being isolated. We're being gaslit, gatekept, you name it, it's happening. It's happening. Cut it the fuck out, okay? It's bad enough that we have to fight for our space. I keep telling you, stop letting white people to move you out of your own fucking space. Now, I'm about to say something dangerous, all right? I'm gonna take it back neither because I find it very interesting that some of the folks, I'm not gonna say all for the sake of argument, some of the people who attended, you know, help create the rally, you know, whatever it is, words I'm looking for, I'm mad, I'm mad, because I feel like this was really taken in, in into an area I didn't have to go into, right? Because I don't understand why they had to apologize. And I don't understand why they were meant to feel like shit when most of the people standing behind Dusted Elliker, why don't you go ask them who really fills their pockets during election times? How come he didn't hold a rally like that to call out the slumlords? Mandy Management Pike and a few others. How come you didn't call out a rally like that to contest all the employers who don't pay their employees and treat them like shit? Or how about all the schools who mistreated or abused their funding, misused their funding and ignored, I don't know, plan of cares? Would you think the clinician was bored and wrote a 504 plan, you know, because they had nothing better to do? Hmm? You didn't call no pressers for that, but you damn sure called a presser dusted Elliker when you wanted to point out that your department is so fantastic. It did this great investigation that led it all back to Tony Harp and the misuse of funds. You were so proud of that, weren't you? When you had the opportunity to gaslight a black woman, you can't help yourself, can you? And because you speak Spanish, right? You relate to everybody now? That's what you do? You know everything? Hmm? Well, since you're so with it, right then you might want to think about the diaspora a little different huh right because we have a lot of latinx youth who are suffering they're not getting access to education opportunities why aren't you taking your bilingual ass over there and holding a presser i don't see you doing that but you held a presser to tell the whole wide fucking world how disappointed you were because somebody threw a flag on the menorah. And I never said that I was okay with it. Personally speaking, I don't think they should have to apologize. I don't know if you're blind, deaf, or dumb, but I actually think that protest was way more peaceful. And they threw a flag on it. They didn't hurt anybody. Nobody threw a bomb. Nobody threatened anybody. Here I have a whole statement. Let me read that again. There were no mention of Islamophobia directed towards the rally goers. There were at least three incidents of hateful language directed at protesters. One Zionist man grabbed his crotch and told a Muslim woman to get raped. Are you fucking serious? 
None of that was mentioned in that presser. None of it. And let me talk to the Jewish people who claim they're in support. Tell your people to calm the fuck down. Cut it the fuck out. Cut it out. That was uncalled for. I I don't support that. I think that was this is this to me. Let me tell you how I take that dusted elicker. Let me let me let me just walk let, walk you through my brain. You know what this remind me of, Dusted? Come here, but Dusted. Let's talk. Just me and you. The fact that you call out your boys, you call out the whole battalion, you call any and everybody you could get down there like yesterday. And that said a lot. When I looked at who was standing behind you, follow the money, honey. Who controls the bag, Justin? Who controls the bag in New Haven, Justin? Who's doing that? Hmm? I wonder. Because, you know, Justin, it's quite like you to have people who support you and empower you and you just fuck them over. We've seen you do it. You're quite a skilled person at that. Um, let me give you an accolade if you was looking for it. It's, it's actually you're quite, you know, verse at kicking somebody all the way the fuck down. I watch you almost tear away a young person's dream of you know, attending college. I watched you try to do that. And I said, uh-uh-uh, not today. We're not doing that. Let me continue to read this statement regarding this protest, as they call it. It went from being a rally to a protest. Let me explain something to you all. Do you all understand the difference between the two? Rally. We're getting together, we're rallying together, protests, we're chanting it down. You know, the papers went from making it peaceful to negative. You know who else they do that to? Black people. So for all y'all who say it's not about picking sides, I would I would think about that carefully. I I would, I would just suggest this to you. Okay? Because that's not cool. Let me read some more. They didn't speak against that. I'm not arguing about aboutism, but if they want to speak out against hate, speak out against all of it. There was no mention of the fact that the rally organizers themselves condemned this act and took down the flag. All right, pause. Let's fucking pause right there. Okay? Pump your brakes. You see that? I started off by saying that if that was my event, if I was any way shape involved with organizing that event, I wouldn't, you know, come on now. I get it. You want to protest. I like a good civil disobedience. Don't get me wrong. You know, don't get me wrong. However, there's some things in certain situations, right? Especially since this was the start of Hanukkah. They didn't want they didn't want that kind of friction, you feel me? right? You want to come and say, we need a ceasefire. They went there peacefully. Look, you have somebody who was involved in the fucking organizing saying that the organizers themselves didn't support that act. And guess who had to make that statement? The organizers. All right, y'all, bear with me. Walk through my brain. I've been here before. See, this is why I don't fuck with this shit like that no more. I told you all that before. I have no problem coming out to a rally. You know, I went to one the other day. 
That's not the issue. It's the bullshit. It's the criminalization. It's the attempt to disenfranchise the work, right? A few years back, I watched innocent rally participants get criminalized just like that. Don't tell me they don't fucking do it. They do it. They do it. Okay? You understand? I mean, come on. Listen, I'm to the point. After seeing some things I've seen, all they want, all they want, that type of notoriety. Farrakhan say it, Elijah Muhammad say it, Malcolm say it. The camera is the what? It's a what? It's a narcotic. So I look at this from different angles, but the biggest one is the criminalization of our people. I'm not saying you shouldn't attend. I'm just tired of being profiled because I have been many times, but nobody gives a fuck. But who, who cares about a black girl with purple hair who look like she's illiterate? Who cares? It kind of seems like anybody could do anything to me at any time. It doesn't matter. They could talk to me, however. They could treat me, however. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, great. That's fantastic. Do it again. I love it. I love it when you do that. I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm not supposed to do anything. And I'm not the only one going through that. So please don't come at me with that either. But I would be not me if I don't stand up for me. Can I have that? And I'm just saying, how many times are you going to let Justin Ellicott fuck us over and say, thanks, do it again. Let me stand over here so you can do it over here too. I never said I was a Republican. I never said I was a Republican supporter. Okay, I didn't say that. I just think that this was really an abuse of power. I just think that you didn't have to take it that far. Why did they have to, why did they have to do that? Right? Like, why did they have to, why did the rally organizers have to apologize? Like, what did they do? They didn't even know the person who did it. But they had to take accountability for somebody else's shit because at the end of the day, they were going to criminalize that any fucking way. And when I saw that picture with the dream team of slumlords, which one of those people standing in that picture? Right. If you if you wonder what picture is she talking about, quick reference. You could go to the New Haven Independent. I believe the same picture was captured on WTNH, the Register, and all the other suddenly available outlets. Right. And you saw all of them standing there, all the white saviors. It was like a white savior coalition. Okay. Because you see, they know how to say the white thing in the white place at the white time. And the fucked up part is we don't know how to not support it. Because you see, we're so fucking mentally enslaved, we are convinced that if they don't approve of it, we can't do it to the point that we gaslight each other. But let's go back to the picture. So in the picture that I'm referring to that you could, you know, comfortably find in the independent and, and other outlets here in New Haven, right? You have the good old mayor, Dusted Elliker, and he's at the podium, he's speaking, and standing behind them are people like Richard Blumenthal, you know, Rosa DeLauro, you know, Martin Looney. And what I'm fucked up about is the fact that I know for sure that people have approached 
all of these people in this picture i'm leaving out names because i'm fucking disgusted is that the mirror hand in standing there every time i look at this thing i get more pissed off right y'all can't call a presser for nothing else with that group of people but y'all came together to chant down that disrespect you serious and you're so fucking full of yourself right you made sure that you shamed these organizers enough so they felt inclined to have to do what is white because it wasn't right it was white because the fact of the matter is right so don't gonna tell me dusted elicker tell me that you don't get some pretty pennies from some of the people who were so upset by that act how come you don't get upset when other things happen how come you didn't get upset when when Hill House was mismanaging the funding? How come? What, you didn't have time to get upset? That's fucked up. You call a presser for this, but there's other things that have been happening. How many houseless people you need to see? But wait a minute, let's stay at the city of New Haven. Here's what I find interesting. Maybe, maybe it's me. I was reading an article the other day, right? Um, actually, it was spawned from something I was watching on YouTube regarding mental wellness and SAD, you know, seasonal um, depression. I missed that part of the acronym there. I do apologize. But in other words, I was, I was reading up on this because I find that a lot of people I know, they're heavily afflicted. Like a lot of us are in pain. And when I say that, I'm referring to my fellow organizers now and my fellow single parents and my fellow black and brown people in community were stressed the fuck out, right? You know, I was recently at the store and a couple of the clerks told me that, you know, nobody have money. They don't have money. People aren't coming in. You're not seeing the happy faces. Yeah, I was able to finally get that one thing. People don't have it, right? And, you know, the pain is real. The pain is real. So to find out that certain things are happening and our tax dollars are funding it, I don't know about you, but that pisses me the fuck off. And it's also very discouraging and demotivating because these are people who represent democracy doing this shit, okay? This is me, these are people, you know, I'm not a Republican, let me say it again, don't come for me. I'm not a Republican, hell fucking no. I never said that I was, I'm just saying, Y'all dams need to step it the fuck up. I want somebody to help me understand this here. So speaking of Dusted Elliker, meanwhile, Dusted Elliker throughout his campaign and before that he claimed that New Haven is a sanctuary city. My friends, it is not. New Haven is not a sanctuary city. And you know how you'll know that? Ask there your good, good friend, Dusted Elliker to let you know how many feet would an undocumented immigrant have to be away from city hall, a courthouse, a church, a city funded building, or should I say program more particularly? I don't think those are entirely covered. So let's take that one off. So let's leave it at the three. City hall, the court, a church. Ask your good friend of Yale Haven, as we should rightfully call it, because, you know, speaking of people who own the bag, 
how many feet would an undocumented person have to be from that building to be safe from being approached by immigrations and customs? Hmm, why does that matter? Because my friends, if New Haven was a true sanctuary city, then in truth and in fact, you would have safety somewhere. And after past experience with immigration cases, which required people to seek sanctuary, I can assuredly tell you that in New Haven, there are actually only two churches. Can't remember the names offhand right now, so don't come for me, I'm tired. It has been a long day, dealing with internet issues. I'd have vent about that separate, but anyways. But in my tenure of rapid response and immigration protection, there's only two churches that are sanctuaries in New Haven. How the fuck? Y'all who don't live in New Haven, Connecticut, Google that shit. Look up New Haven. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Because what that means is if Immigrations and Customs gets enough report ins to come into the city, guess what they're going to do? They're going to get real cute. Now, for those of you who have, let, let's talk about immigration for a minute. For those of you who seem to believe that Immigrations and Customs is out here fighting the bad guys. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there aren't people who should be deported. There are some folks who do some pretty heinous things that I wouldn't want them to be out and about for. However, we're not in that level of society yet. We could barely even say good morning to each other, much less have a society where people could actually reform and be out in the open. But that's a different episode. The point I'm trying to make here is we're not there yet. Right? So which means that what we have to battle right now is the systemic injustices within our own, you know, proceedings or procedures. Hence the reason why having a real sanctuary ordinance is super important. Now your good, good friend, Dusted Elliker, prides himself in claiming that New Haven is a real sanctuary city. I invite you all to ask him, I'm gonna say it again. Okay, great, that's fantastic. New Haven is a real sanctuary city. How many feet does an undocumented person, and be specific, go, go with it, go crazy with it. Be like, you know, they've been undocumented for like six years, like fully undocumented, all their shit expired, right? How many feet they have to be away from city hall, a church, right? Or the courthouse before ICE could take them. Ask them that and listen to the answer. And when you get your response, ask them why. Because if the city, when you claim, now according to Dusted Elliker, New Haven has what they call a welcoming city executive order. My friends, that is bullshit, okay? It's complete and utter nonsense. And your tax dollars, you who live in New Haven, Connecticut, you paid for these people to sit down, waste their time and feel good about it, right? Okay, I'm gonna read very, very abruptly some quick points out of this. Um, so, the Elm City resident card in 2007, it claims that part of the welcoming city, whatever the fuck you want, well, let me call it the thing. 
Um, executive order to affirm New Haven a welcoming city. Here it claims, this is point three, point three, point three, one. New Haven introduced the Elm City Resident Card in 2007, which allows all city residents to obtain a government issued ID regardless of immigration status. The New Haven Police Department issued a general order providing um, inter alia that the city police officers may not inquire about immigration status. It shall be the policy of the city that no New Haven officer or city employee shall inquire about a person's immigration status unless required by a state or federal law. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Very interesting. This was signed and dated into declaration July 23rd, 2020. This is bullshit, and I'll tell you why. Let's go back over to the New Haven Independent. Back on December 12th, it was discovered. Well, actually before that, it was before that. Let me find it. It wasn't um, December 12th. So basically what happened was earlier in the week, I wanna find the article, so bear with me. But um, I want to tell you all about this person, this individual who, by the way, also, so let me give you the backdrop on this individual. White privilege, part of the Yale machine, part of, formerly part of Dusted Elliker's dream team. She's part of that dream team, you know, because when he needed to sound equitable, uh, he needed people who talked the white talk in the white spaces at the white time. You know how to pull them. I keep trying to tell you all, you all need to know how to un, unassociate with the bullshit. That's okay. Because you see, the longer you all sit there and think we have to do things the white way, the white time, and white people have to lead it for us to believe it, it's just going to get worse progressively. It's not going to get better. You know, um, it, it, it's just going to get progressively worse. Right. And we have to really sit down and digest that and think about what that means. Our representation matters from start to finish. Don't worry about what you don't know. Figure it out along the way. A real white ally isn't going to sell you bullshit. They're going to stand with you and support you. They don't want all of the air in the room. No. But you see, when you have a little privileged guy, like your friend here, Dusted Elliker, right, who has the privilege and the power to call the shots, and he speaks Spanish, so why wouldn't he be equitable, right? See, that's some bullshit right there. Because I know some brothers and sisters and all in between, who has some serious fucking credentials and you don't give a rat's fucking ass about that. So this privileged Spanish speaking white boy gets to roll up in here and, you know, shoving everybody's face that he is Mr. Equity when actually, not only does he not know jack shit, but he advocates for himself and himself only. Speaking of which, let me not forget to remind you, don't forget, pay attention to the real estate people. I keep telling you all this from Bridgeport all the way to Long Wharf. You're going to tear that shit down. He's going to make a whole pair. And the reason is it's going to be drawing money in to the city because we're going to be, you know, we're going to be a tourist attraction now. And we're going to, you know, be able to have all this imports and export. What the fuck? You serious? Anyway, back to the city of New Haven. So I just read to you that whatever that he claims. Now, I want you to note something else for legality purposes. For those of you 
who may find it, well, what's she talking about? That that sounds like a sanctuary. First of all, why didn't he call it a sanctuary ordinance? I want you to go do some research into the difference between an ordinance and an executive order. And then we'll come back and talk about that. Tell me, this is a piece of shit document from start to finish. Now, meanwhile, back at the city of New Haven, you have this individual, she comes from privilege. She was part of his dream team. She did all the white things and all the white spaces. And here she is working for the city of New Haven. And she, so folks know, her name is Patricia Clark, or Trish Clark, as she's affectionately referred to it by some. And um, Ms. Clark, she worked in different departments because I was, I was talking to a friend about this the other day and I have a sneaky suspicion because I remember years back, myself and others had applied for positions. You know, people like me, see, I'm a black girl with purple hair. I'm angry. I look stupid to people and incompetent. So nobody thinks I could even, you know, I don't know how to use a spreadsheet and God forbid if I know how to read. It's a Christmas miracle, they shall say, that I could even use this podcast for some people. But as um, highly dependent as I am, you know, somehow I, I tend to know certain things and I tell you, question this shit. Now, let me sidetrack for a second. Let me tell you all something. In any business, profit, nonprofit, when they like you, they find ways to keep you. Doesn't matter if you're competent. If you're useful, if you know something, we've seen that playoff with Diddy right now. You know, money buys silence sometimes. Now with Ms. King, Ms. Clark here, she went from one department to another and she ended up as being, you know, the registrar. Let me see, hold on, let me check this title here on her. <laughs> yeah, the office of the registrar, right? So she's in the office of the registrar and she's the official responsible for maintaining marriage records. Right? And she is uncomfortable with issuing licenses to numerous couples. She reported 73 marriage licenses for non-citizen immigrants in a three-month period to the Department of Homeland Security. Wait a minute, hold that thought. Let me go back to this bullshit that he's so proud of. Holy horses, remember, it's on this executive order to affirm New Haven, a welcoming city. It's uh, point three, point four, and it says, no New Haven officer or city employee shall engage in activities designed to ascertain a person's immigration status unless required by state or federal law. This article in the Independent goes on to read, it doesn't say or indicate that anybody told this lady, this white savior, this Karen, to do that law and order work there. She did it on his own. I keep trying to fucking tell you all. Don't forget, Trump used to be a Democrat. Do not forget that. Do not forget that. Bait and switch is as old as slavery, okay? So you telling me we about to put this chick, let me just get my wig right. You telling me we about to put this chick on paid administrative leave, your tax dollars while you're deciding 
between your groceries and your light bill, she's getting a nice, comfortable paycheck. How do you feel about that? Hmm? She just put seven three couples in jeopardy. You see what I'm saying? You serious? You know how many people I know right now having to make some real hard financial decisions? Do you do you understand? Do you understand how many people I know daily are are sitting here? They're, they're losing hope, man. And some of us are making decisions for our lives that are kind of scary. Some of us are engaging in activities that, you know, it's kind of sad to see, but you know, that's what's happening. This is part of a recession. This is what happens when people are trying to heal. I never said it was going to be pretty. There are parents right now who are putting flour and water in a cup, stirring it up and feeding it to their children. And you might say, oh my God, what the fuck is that? But to them, that was just dinner and it was the best thing they had all week. Holy do anything. Right? And, and, and you're asking me these questions here? You serious? You serious? So your friend, the mayor, Justin Elker, in true white savior fashion. Now, oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me not forget to say this part. He did not hold a presser. Thank you for those who were wondering. Did he hold a presser for this? No, he did not. No, he did not. He did not hold a presser to tell everybody about anything with this individual. Instead, it was shared via the media, okay? This did not deserve oppressor. But you see, when the black woman, I started saying it and I trailed off. I don't know if you all knew this or know this, but if you don't or didn't, Google it. I want you to do your own research. Go look up what happened when your friend Dusted Elliker did an investigation, allegedly, out of curiosity, right? Because he was, you know, he was so bothered by something, he had to look into it. And he somehow, by the great power of his white intuition, he discovered that this city employee who worked for Park and Rec, um, she had been mishandling monies for a while and paying herself. He did a whole press release. Now, see, see now, don't give me that face, y'all. See, there y'all go with that shit. Now, you know when he calling out the Negroes, he got to do it right. See, not white. He'll do it white right. <laughs> Say that fast three times. Now, when he did this to shame the black woman, he got his best Negroes and a couple of white people, because this is where that diversity comes into play. Everybody mad, even the white people. We love y'all Negroes, how dare you? He did a whole press release for that. For that. Where's the press release for this girl? Is she, uh, is her shade the problem? Maybe, you know, she needs better lighting at her house. It's, that's what I was thinking. I don't know what you was thinking. That's what it is. That y'all, that's what it is. You know why he didn't do a press conference about her? It was bad outside. That's what it was. But wait a minute, wait a minute. That's fucked up because here's what I also know. When he gathered his favorite white 
allies, his fellow Karens, right? Who, let's be real here. Look at the lineup. We're talking Martin Looney, Rosa DeLauro, people like that. Let me tell you something about those folk, right? Let me show you how hypocritical this democracy is. These people showed up to denounce the fact that one of the protesters, right, put a flag on top of menorah. You were so busy though, when they came outside your office to demand a ceasefire, you couldn't come out for that, but you put on your best fucking jacket to take a group picture, to show how angry you all were that somebody put a flag on top of a menorah, the nerve. Meanwhile, you have this bitch here reporting people to ICE, basically. And let me explain something to you all why that's particularly fucked up. Because you see, it's all automated, right? This is the problem with data collection. When you try to put too many things in one, data points are necessary. And sometimes we create processes that might create problems. See, when I sees certain names and numbers popping up, it doesn't matter really at that point why. It's why you keep popping up. Now you're identified as a nuisance. I want you all to do your research since you think it's so simple. What do you think people really get detained and deported for? I'm not saying people don't get detained and deported for certain things, right? But at the same time, usually it's petty shit. It's like somebody who get caught with drug like five times. I'm not saying that was great, but this is what your tax dollars are paying for, right? And I'm just like, what the actual fuck? Now that being said, right, they held a whole press conference in the cold to denounce a flag, a nonviolent action. But here's this chick reporting people for, to ICE, who by the way, like I said, she must know something, know somebody or some, 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 but she have the privilege enough to get moved around. Some people have lost jobs at the city for nonsense, for complete and utter bullshit, okay? Because you see, it's easy to get rid of the black and brown women and men, it's easy. He held a whole press conference for that young lady from Park and Rec, but you couldn't hold one for this. And New Haven is not a real sanctuary. You talking about ID cards, where are the ID cards? Where are the ID cards? If all of that was true, why people are saying that they demand this, what you think really going on, right? What do you all really think is going on? Now we have so many things happening at once. People, I need you all to get up and stand up and call out this shit because this is gonna affect you know, the organizing. It's gonna affect the organizing. I'm telling you, it already is. All of these things are distractions. These are things being done for a reason. Look at the coverage on Gaza. Look at that. When are we gonna get tired of this right-wing media? Not for nothing, the editor-in-chief of the Independent is Jewish. So what do you think he gonna do? You think he gonna sit here and he going, he going to support the black and brown people? No. When his friends and his peers, Jewish friends and peers reach out who holding that money and position, 
He go on, put it out there the way they want it to be seen, but on a larger scale. That's what's been happening, right? With the coverage of all of this, okay? That's what's been happening. That's what's been happening, right? You go on any news station, decriminalize the protesters for, for Palestine. It's ridiculous. We're getting gaslit, right? Now you have the situation here playing out in New Haven because I happen to know there are Jewish people who support Palestine and have been active in these protests and rallies, which is the reason why I want to know why would you let things go that far? If you see that they're going to use this as an opportunity to decry the movement, why didn't you use your privilege to say, hey, hey, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. You may not want to approach it that way, but they didn't do that. And I'm just saying to you all, we got to think about these things because this is discouraging. I told you all, we have to protect our young people, right? I told you all this time of year, spend time with your family, your loved ones. We impressing it over here. Listen, the party ain't going nowhere. We have a lot of shit to talk about. I have a lot to get pissed off about. You're going to hear my voice go up, down, sideways, because I just fucking mad, right? You know, because that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? So don't press that part. We're going to be here. Don't worry about it. We're going to be online. But what I need you all to do, protect the movement, because they're not going to let us just be. When are you all going to get that? We need the community to get up and stand up. All right, if you're like me and you're fed up with the rallying and the walking and, and the backlash, because I've had my share. That's why I'm telling you, I'm fed up. I've, I've been gaslit. I've, I've had, you know, job loss. I've had personal property attacked, but I'm not the only one. After a while, you get tired. You get tired, right? So I hope that the people who see what's happening, say something, write that email, tell the mayor, listen, you didn't have to come at them young people like that. You see the article in the news, say something. I read you all a statement from someone who was there who said that they had nothing to do with the flag being thrown on a menorah, which is why I said to myself, when I first saw the apology, I was like, why are they even apologizing? I happen to know a couple of the people involved in that. And I'm saying to myself, what? What? Nah, that not sounding like them. They're not sounding like them at all. So, you know, but they got penalized. But you'll have to realize that is as old as slavery. You know, that is as old as slavery, sir. I don't know what you're trying to dispute in the chat, but thank you for your feedback. Anyways, my point is, you know, this is this is the oppression in action here, the control of the narrative. There are no people watching TV. There are no people paying attention to what's going on in the news. So they're going to try to control it. But I'm also telling you all, people are tired. COVID had a real impact. And I'm quite convinced many of us are still recovering, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of it. You know, the cost of living and existing is going up by the minute. People stressed out. We're in a different time right now. You see? We don't need certain things to be happening. Get up and stand up. And, and you know, if you don't want to be the one on the front line, listen, I'm used to being criticized. I'm used to being gaslit, get kept, job loss. Look this morning here, criticizing me about my accent. This is not new. 
I've had people walk up to me and tell me they're surprised that I even know what an Excel spreadsheet is, right? I'm used to being the one who not supposed to. You understand? I'm not. I'm not somebody who is fully supported. I'm not someone who has thralls of people running behind me. I'm not going to lie and say that. You know, I'm like the outcast, and I'm fine with it because you know what that does? It prevents me from being in places and spaces that I know don't need to be in. Okay, I do what I do. And this right here, we do this podcast to share the news that we know the right-wing media are not going to get out there. And I need you all to really get up and stand up because they don't want your protesting. They don't want it. They don't want you out there chanting this down, asking the questions, coming back at them. They don't want that. You understand? They don't want that. So when you see certain things happening, right? Don't just sit there. You don't want to go to the rally, that's fine. Reach out to the lawmaker and say, hey, Rosa, how come you could show up to say that you didn't like what happened to that menorah? But, and then you're also showing up to tell the man from Ukraine, we're going to give you all more money. But you couldn't listen to the people asking for a ceasefire for five seconds? What level of fucked up is that? And then you have Justin Ellicott and Manny Haven not only leading that press conference, but also supporting the buffoonery by running around here telling all the white things in all the white spaces. New Haven is not a sanctuary city. It is not. If it was, how was this person, Patricia Clark, why was she doing that? And how come you're just now finding out? She worked in the city of New Haven for a while. She ain't just started up there. She's been there for a minute, so she's been doing it. You had no problem gaslighting the black woman when you called her out, Justin. You hold a whole press conference last minute and you make a big bacchanal out of it. But then with this, all all she had to do is get one picture where she looked nice in it. The black woman didn't even look nice in her. She had a whole mug shot. She had a whole mug shot. That's disgusting. So I need you all to see that. I need you all to say, you know what, today is the day. Today is the day. We had to start somewhere, sometime, somehow, right? Nobody perfect. That is not required. But solidarity comes in many shapes, ways, and forms. Do your part. These legislators, lawmakers, however you want to refer to them, they don't want to get called out. They want to look good. Did you know that the United States was one of 10 countries that said no to a ceasefire? Are you happy about that? Anyway, before we tune out, Please stay on for a couple minutes more. One of those we'll stand, you know, sorry, spend in a moment of silence for Gaza, starting now.
O Allah, open the doors of mercy and victory for the people of Palestine. Protect them from all harm and grant them peace and security. O Lord of the worlds, assist them in their times of darkness and inspire them with patience and strength. Remove from them oppression and persecution and unite their hearts for goodness and unity. Well, listen of prayers, hear our supplication for Palestine and its people. I mean, I'm gonna tell you something. I am very far from perfect. I ain't going to sit on my, nobody perfect. That's a false perception. Humanity, where's the human in humanity? All right, let's treat each other better. Give you some more kindness, say good morning. Mm -hmm. Have a little consideration for the other person and their efforts. Say thank you. Big up that person doing that work. You know, give a shout out or two. Be nice to each other. It's okay. It's necessary. We need it. We need more of that right now. Give hugs. Laugh. Soak your feet a little bit because it's a lot going on. When you have to make decisions between your light bill, your groceries, and your gas, that's some shit. We're getting criminalized enough the minute we wake up, some of us. I, I ain't going to deny mine. I get it all the time in ways sometimes that I just laugh now. You know, I actually get concerned when I don't get it because I'm not supposed to know anything. I'm not supposed to know how to do, try, nothing. I'm supposed to be perfect sometimes. I, I don't know. I didn't set these standards. I wasn't the one who did it. But that's because we're used to criminalizing and decrying the poor and the oppressed, the black and brown, the trans. You know, and nothing's going to change if we keep it the same by just making it more normalized and acceptable. I said it before, I'll say it again. I think that press conference was bullshit. I don't think those organizers should have been held accountable, but I know why it was done. And I hope that you could see that the only way we could stop it is to address it. Okay. So. Be good to yourself, be good to others. Give yourself credit, sometimes it's harder. I know I struggle a lot. It's tough, I get it, because outside is America. Well, I could never thank you all enough for your continued support, encouragement, so greatly appreciated. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe. We truly, truly appreciate it. And like I said, don't worry, we'll be back, we'll be here. Which is since during the season. That's all for now. Talk to you all again soon. Fist up, smile on. Peace. CJ.